Radio. Yakuza. Yakuza. Yakuza Kick Radio. 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 The Yakuza Kick Radio. This is the bulldozer of Matt Tremont. And if there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m., Yakuza Kick Radio. Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us. Jesus. God and baby. Jesus. Help us. Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah, Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Payne, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. You're coming to come on Thursday night. This is a brotherhood, and we all stick together. Like my nuts. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And it's Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. Well, this is Mr. Insanity Toby Fine, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your gym, fella. This is Greg Excellent, Bearded Dragon of the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, probably watching porn. You have this muted. You should be listening to it. Jason Mann. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga rope on that cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you couldn't. Now look at that guy. You only fuck that. Black dude. This bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J. Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. Welcome to Yakuza Kick Radio. I'm your host, J. Cat Morris. Uh, here for another one, do it a thing. Uh, I got a bunch of topics to go over. Man, I've just been busy as fuck. I'm out here just, I got so much going on with the house and and shit in the yard that I'm doing. Um, The one flower bed in the back that I'm doing, uh, it's going to be some grapevines, going to be echinaceas and all sorts of shit like this. Um, That's going to be 28 feet long. That's the one I'm planning back there. And I got another big corner of my front yard that I have a whole different thing planned with. Um, I had to rip out a bush out of the front that, I mean, that thing was massive, you know, I mean, that, that bitch was hard to get out. Um, and then I just took out an apple tree in the backyard yesterday, but yeah, a lot of just, you know, moving bricks and, and digging this out and, you know, I planted some grass in the back. The grass in the back looks better than I've ever seen it in my entire life. I've been in this house most of my life, so. I mean, little by little, I'm pulling this shit together to look better than I've ever seen it. And, um, you know, it's just a lot. You know, I work six days a week. My seventh day, I'm busting my ass around here. So it's like, you know, 
pretty much a seven day work week for me. And, uh, you know, find time to train and to, to do this and do that, and, you know, doing it pretty well. But yeah, it's, it's a lot getting around to this show. You know, sometimes I, I have some shit to talk about, but it's like, I wish I could just like mail that shit in somehow, you know, keep doing my normal thing. And someone just broadcast the shit I've been talking about all week. But that shit is, uh, probably another level of technology that I won't see in my lifetime. Not even really sure what I'm asking for, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm trying to think of what else. Let me just roll into these topics real quick. Um, first things first, cause I think last show I forgot to even plug anything. So check out, I got you five stars. My man, Jeremy doing his thing. Professor Jay reviewing shows, talking about all the different things going on in the world of wrestling, upcoming stars and you know, all the hottest indie shit out there. Check him out. Uh, check out Eric at we're playing the Niners week two. We might as well cancel the season podcast. Uh, yeah, that's 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 going to be a massacre. I'm telling you right now, Eric, you, you're going to want to take a week off of the podcast on, on that week because uh, some, you know, they say the uh, the schedules leaked week one. We're going to play Detroit week two, play Philly in Philly. They, I mean, y'all might as well just start eating that horse shit now because it's over for y'all. But, um, so there's that. Um, check out, uh, False Count Radio, Andrew Carlock. Uh, so as you know, I ain't been doing the show, but, uh, I mean, check out his archives and shit. Uh, yeah, I think that's everything, right? Yeah. Uh, Nick Gage, Doc. Uh, so this is, you know, this is the uh, dark side of the ring. I have it on my DVR ready to to record. I think that's uh, tomorrow night. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy because so many of these fucking marks, they're all on the Internet just celebrating this shit. Like, oh, congrats, Nick. I'm going to cry. This is so great. MDK. Dude, they're not celebrating this guy's life and accomplishments. This show is like, spotlighting train wrecks this this show is spotlighting terrible people yeah i mean like not every wrestler that they spotlight is a terrible person but this is a dude that robbed a bank and 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 all of these things that that's that's what the reason you know the whole lead-in promo package is him going like yeah i was walking down the street and i i was gonna rob a bank and then I walked in, I was going to walk into the bank and I, I bitched out. So then I walked away and I was really pissed off. And then the next bank that I walked past, I went right in there. And then I ran to my boy's house and then Lauderdale's on the camera like, yep. So then he walked in with the money and I'm like, this fucking guy. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, it should be a train wreck. It should be a lot of fun to watch. And uh, I'll definitely talk about it next week. Um. Tremont doc about a regular 31 year old. I, I didn't watch the documentary. Um, Tremont's whole, um, I don't know, image, uh, the way he puts himself out there. I don't, I don't know how you, you know, want to explain what I'm saying, but, um, his whole shit just like tearing me off, you know, because I saw him coming from like a young deathmatch wrestler to like a 31 year old broken man like he's on this documentary i didn't see it but uh shaheen had told me that 
he said like uh he's happy he achieved his goal because now he can live comfortably off wrestling that's not comfortable bro you're walking around with a cane at 31 years old hobbling obese living in the building where you promote shows if you see that as comfortable man i i don't really understand just living in pain alone is not a comfortable thing and then on top of that yeah man you're living in a warehouse building you know i mean that's not that's that's not a good look man and this is going to be forever shit like man so your comfort level is is definitely not up um on the top of shit. Let me um let me go back here because I want to hit this topic before I forget it. Cause I, I um so Captain David posted something about uh Necro Butcher is clear of cancer or some shit like this. Um now I gotta go back and find this fucking post now. Um, do, 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 do. I forgot about it just now, and then something reminded me. So now I gotta, I gotta go find it so I can bury this fat loser. Um, it's fucking crazy, man. It's, the production level on this thing is just uh, top notch. You gotta note it, you know. Yeah, so uh, Captain Dave posted, this is great news. Dylan Summers, a.k.a. Necro Butcher, is now cancer-free, and he had his surgery this morning. This was, like, last week or whatever. So, you know, it's not against Captain Dave. You know, I I, I know, you know, he means well and, and all this. And a lot of these guys, they're like heroes to him. But anytime I see people praising the Necro Butcher, I generally throw in something like what I said here, and I said he beats women, fuck him. So now a couple people jumped in because they really, really like Kyle Marquis loves it when when a guy punches a woman. This guy loves that shit. He's got like a fetish for it. So he gets really upset if you talk about people that do the thing, because if you know, I mean, if if people stop beating women, he can't beat his dick no more because that's what he's into. So he's got a problem. Yeah, I mean, so obviously I'm the enemy because if me saying like anybody who beats women shouldn't be here, that ruins his entire fetish. Yeah, I mean, so uh, he calls me a douchebag. I'm douchebag of the year. Go fuck myself and all this. Right. And. uh, So um, Dave says he doesn't know what's going on, so I, you know, we, we provide him with this. The, the links and whatever and you know that's that again like i got nothing against dave's you know he's a really nice dude and you know so this isn't you know like setting dave straight i just had to say what i had to say and then you know this guy when he jumped out of the bushes with his old wild loving woman beater shit so then i you know i just had to keep going back at him now, this, this dude, um, one of his profile pic, his recent profile pictures, because, you know, when, when people start running their mouth recklessly about me fucking myself and all this other crazy wild talk that generally doesn't happen in person, you know what I mean? And the funny thing, too, is 
the motherfuckers with the biggest fucking threatening bullshit and fuck you pussy and all of that, they're the first ones to try to call you an internet gangster, internet thug or whatever the fuck, internet tough guy. But you you see in this conversation, it's all offense on him, you know. But anyway, uh, so he really loves when women get beat, but he also loves Roman Reigns a lot because one of his recent profile pictures he had, he's standing there next to Roman Reigns at I Play America, which, by the way, is not cheap because I, I remember years ago I saw the uh, WWE stars popping up. And I was just like curious, hey, you know, what do they sell this for and that for? Because it's, you know, it's like a entertainment venue. So a lot of times places like that, you know, charge more because, I mean, they just they're just trying to rake money off of these people that have it to spend more or less because everything costs money in those type of joints. Um, so it's not just like a convention where like, you know, there's a bunch of you know, wrestlers there and this one's getting paid this much and this one's this much. It's, it's going to be a lot, you know, cause they're the only attraction there other than, you know, the shit that's already there. Um, but yeah, so, so this dude paid a bunch of money as a grown man to stand there in a Roman Reigns shirt and his fucking sweatpants. You know what I mean? So, so you're willing to pay Roman Reigns to take a picture with you but you're not willing to pay for a pair of jeans to go the fuck out of the house to go meet another grown-ass man to take a picture. You know what I mean? So this this is the dude that talks that wild shit on, on Facebook towards me because he's fat and silly. And, yeah, I mean, he just he, – that, that's the way he lives life. He loves it when, when people beat women and wearing sweatpants and Roman Reigns. That's, that's like his, his favorite three things. You know, when they say, like, these are a few of my favorite things – for him, it's Roman Reigns, women being beaten, and um, sweatpants. So, and he could pull all that shit together, you know. Uh, you just got to give him like sweatpants, a woman. You know, maybe if Roman Reigns could beat a woman, imagine how much he would love him. That shit, you know. And then Alex Gonzalez also loves when women get beat, so he jumped in and tried to. Uh, no, it wasn't Alex. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Alex Gonzalez. Yeah, it is Alex Gonzalez. Um, so he tells me like I could burn in hell for thinking low of any human life. Any human. Are you out of your fucking mind? And uh, especially if, if you're hoping that a human life can suffer. And then. Uh, so. So all of this, you know, I mean, like he's wishing that I burn in hell, but like this is all based on me not liking a motherfucker that beats women. Keep that in mind that like that's my my one offense is being vocal about not liking a guy and not wanting a guy to do well in life or, or continue to live if he's beating women. You know, I mean, th 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 that's my stance. And his stance is like, how dare you wish ill on our a precious human being so he wishes ill on me? You, do you get the disconnect here? Because I'm finding like a hard, hard way to tie this shit together. Because this motherfucker is 
you can't hate on a human like that, but I could burn in hell for hating on a human like that. Hold up. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so then I said, uh, so I told him, uh, you know, does, does, uh, tell me more about the Bible, you know, cause he's, he's, you know, big on the God thing. And he goes, uh, I said, does it favor people who dedicate their lives to saving animals or fat fanboys who white knight for wife beaters? Uh, you know, so he responded with some shit saying also, so you're one of those animal lovers who think birds are more valued than your one kind. You're an idiot. By the way, I don't know what your one kind is. Um, your is W O U R. That's how he left that one. Go find a forest, live there, and start Tarzaning it, and stay away from humans because it's obvious being a human isn't height on your list of life priorities. All right. So there's that. And, um, you know, this guy's a fucking idiot. And yes, I value a bird's life over a woman beater's life. Yes, I do, actually. That's why I have birds. That's why I have pigeons and, and chickens and and ducks because they'll never beat a woman. You know? They just don't do it. You know, they don't just like ball up their wing and just like bludgeon a woman on the, the recliner because they stole Disney money. And that's just not one of the things that my chickens do. If they did, I probably would steer away from them as a as a species because that type of thing bothers me, you know, when um when a woman's screaming for help while uh, there's a larger individual, just Alice and um, what's the other dude's name again? Kyle, uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Marquis, of course. Yeah, the, the Roman Reigns super fan, um, king of all sweatpants. Uh, you know, these guys love that type of woman beating stuff. So I just, you know. I have to just let it be known when that shit comes up again. I just got to let motherfuckers know. And, and yeah, like I, I, I definitely wish death on, on the necro butcher because that's, that's just to me, it, it works for me, you know, because if he could just go away, then, you know, I, I don't think anyone suffers from that. We've seen the best out of this guy on the wrestling side of things for starters. He's a shit human being. So fuck it. I mean, if he goes, he goes. And then I'll be all right. Everybody will be all right, I think. But, you know, maybe not Alex. Maybe not Kyle. Poor guys. I hate to tell you, he ain't beating shit these days. And I don't think he's beating cancer either. So that shit will be back. He's just running an angle with it right now. He's got the He's got the one up on it. But it's going to come back with a vengeance. He's not winning that rubber match either. Look at this fucking guy. You know what I mean? Uh, getting into crypto. Um, yeah, I mean, I got into that that shit and the stock shit through Robin Hood. Yeah, I have like this fucking stocks and crypto with JCAT segment. This is where I just fucking I'll go into my shit real quick. So I got into this Robin Hood thing, right? 
I've since heard bad things about Robin Hood in general. And I see a little bit of signs of, you know, where the problems could come in. But I invested in some stuff and um, and then in a bunch of crypto. And for a while, I was I was climbing pretty good. So um, it, it was just like a consistent like creep up. So I had uh, some of the Doge. I had some of the uh, Ethereum Classic. Some of the, the like the full bigger ones, but not a full, you know, coin. So like uh, Bitcoin, I got like a tiny little percentage. Um, Ethereum, a little tiny percentage. I got a Litecoin. I got a uh, Bitcoin SV, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, I mean, so I, I dabbled in a couple different things. Ethereum Classic. I got one of those. One and a half of those. Um, so I was doing pretty good. And then this whole weekend shit happened where, uh, Elon Musk, uh, he, he's supposed to go on the fucking, uh, Saturday Night Live. And then they're like, oh, he's going to say something about Doge and then it's going to go through the fucking roof. So I pulled some of my shit out of my Litecoin and put it in the Doge. So then I had like 1600 shares of that shit. And then I don't know what the fuck he said, but it fucked everything up. And uh, that that all dove down, and then uh, yeah, so it took a little bit of a loss there. And now it's been like this week has been garbage. Like the whole shit is just crashing right now, the whole market. Um, so it was like Monday was garbage. Tuesday brought me back up. Today's garbage. So you know that that's kind of what I'm going with there. But I just try to like do some shit that I got like a possibility of a little bit of gains. Even if it's like a slow increase, that's that's better than having, you know, it in your bank account just sitting there collecting absolutely nothing. And then with the possibility of shit just popping off and you just having a bunch more money and shit. So that, that I've been playing with that type of thing. And uh, yeah, it, it is what it is. Uh, I still don't really understand a whole lot of it. And to be honest with you, I don't want to because the shit bores me like to to. The more I listen to or the more I try to read, I'm like, fuck all of this. You know what I mean? Because I, I just, I don't have the patience. I'm not here to learn anything else. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's something. It, it's, um, I, like I said before on one of the other episodes, it's, it's another option to do something other than what you're already doing, you know? People throw it away at the lottery. People throw it away at this and this. This is, you know, it's gambling, but it's it's on a different it's on a different level or a different um, system, more or less, because it's yeah, it is gambling. Uh, CZW coming back. Who gives a fuck? Um, if it said soon. My personal opinion, I think they're just going to try to dive back into the deathmatch tournament scene. I, I think they'll just pop up with a tournament of death because uh, they know they'll make something off of that. They can't guarantee that they'll make anything off a CZW show. But I'm I'm anxiously awaiting an actual CZW show, and uh, Sozio and myself will be reviewing it, providing there is an actual CZW show. Because I can't wait to rip that fucking thing apart. Guaranteed, it's going to be terrible. And uh, no one's going to get behind CCW. It's it's DJ's destroyed that name. He's tarnished their reputation. Um, and yeah, it's it's 
it's over. It's a wrap for that shit. But he's too stupid to even see that, despite giant signs of, like, no one wants you back. No one's missing it. There's not people clamoring for CCW. There's really not. And for a company that lived as long as it did, if they don't have people like, like yo, where the fuck is CCW? You should probably just know it's it's a wrap. It's over. So, but yeah, it, it's cool. And then um, Janela posted like uh, he offered to buy the company because you know it's the funny thing to do. Um, but uh, thoughts on wrestlers begging for bookings on Facebook? Um, yeah, Shaheen gave me these questions and he had to tell me who he was talking about because I I'm not friends with as nearly as many wrestlers as I used to be. Uh, they got to entertain me in some way, shape or form or, you know, be people that I've interacted with well. And, you know, I could enjoy being friends with because I don't really give a fuck about just the wrestling standpoint anymore. You know, um, but he was talking about Stockade and uh, Kid Osborne. And I mean, this is this is kind of what you could expect out of a Stockade for sure, because Stockade is just he's he's not good. He's never been good. He. uh had a couple of good ones with Tremont or whatever, or at least good in his mind or some people's mind. The one I saw live at CZW was fucking trash as far as I'm concerned. So if the other ones were only that good, then he's never had a good match. Um, you know, and it was like he, he got in cool with Tremont. So Tremont would book the shit out of him and he, you know, teamed them up with him and all of that bullshit. But by himself, no one's looking to see him, you know, I mean, it's just not, it's just not there. So yeah, people like that are going to start grasping at straws. There, there's only so long, you know, you, you can go before you just start begging online because you want it so bad. Nobody gives a fuck that you want it, you know? Um, you know, I, I don't know. There's a lot of just delusional ass fucking adults who can't give up that dream even though they don't look like they got any kind of dream that resembles wrestling or, you know, physicality just doesn't, just doesn't line up. Uh, and then Kit, I mean, you know, Kit married himself to fucking CZW while it sunk into the fucking ocean for way, way too long. Um, and then he dabbled in like the TOD shit, but he didn't pick his spots. He didn't get like a, something that highlighted it. Again, CZW was such an afterthought at the point. You know, it, it was it was just not it was just not dope. There was nothing about CZW that people were dying to see, and um, yeah, he did these big uh, trampoline spots and shit, crazy, crazy fucking spots. But he would have had to do that shit in a place that people were talking about already. You know, I mean, I think at the time when he was doing stuff with that. GCW was popping off with their tournaments and he probably would have got some buzz off of that, but he tied himself into CZW for so fucking long that he was like the jerk off CZW kid when GCW was really doing that shit, you know? So, cause you saw like they had him come in, they had Brandon Kirk come in and at first there, Joe Gacy came in and at first it was like DJ's bitch, DJ, and they they would scream that shit like, "Oh, you're from their team, you know, you're from over there." So he already had a hill to climb because he married himself to that shit company for so long. 
So he just makes a lot of really bad business decisions and um, should really focus on, you know, his physical training a lot more because it's only so long before he's just an average, you know, copy and paste wrestler that are all over cards. It just they just don't jump out. They're like your opener, your dark match or whatever, but pretty generic shit, you know, and. That that's on him. The right spot. It's loyalty is great if you're loyal to something that means something. But if you're loyal to something that don't mean shit, you just waste your fucking time. And that goes for anything. Um, because you can't be proud of your run in retrospect in CZW. Oh, I stayed there so long, I accomplished what? What do you accomplish? You have motherfuckers stop by there winning tournaments. Stop by there winning belts. You know, Frankie Picard had the fucking wired belt. This motherfucker's dressing like a vampire in fucking May. You know what I mean? He had the fucking wired belt in some funny little uh, let's promote Dojo Wars move where they took it off Strickland, gave it to Frankie, gave it back to Strickland. Da, da, da. You couldn't even get one of those swap moves. So, I mean, that's that just shows you made a lot of bad decisions. So, yeah, he's on Facebook begging for fucking booking. So doesn't surprise me. Uh, Sick Nick Mondo going into GCW Hall of Fame. Do you think he's going to wrestle at the show? I wouldn't think he's going to wrestle at the show. I mean, uh, you know, with Mondo, it's always on him. And he's always been pretty strict at uh, not wanting to get back into it. You know, not not wanting to get the taste for it to the point of not knowing how to walk away or not being able to top the shit he used to do and he he's a smart dude. So I mean, if he finds a rhyme and reason to really go and do it, and he decides all his ducks are lined up and everything's all planned out the way he wants it, then maybe you see something out of him. But I I, I would doubt it. You know, he's one of the smarter dudes that did the shit for a few years, checked out, and had plans to do shit for his future, and you know, uh, do all the cinematography that he does and. Stuff like that. That that's a smart dude, not a Tremont that that is fucking half a cripple and he's living in a wrestling building. That's, you know, you're talking about two deathmatch legends. One that completely wasted his fucking life, and the other one who is still a deathmatch legend off a couple of years, and is running around making films and shit. You know, in Japan and here and there. I mean, you know, he's legit. He's a smart dude. Uh, but yeah, that, that whole GCW hall of fame shit, that's just that it's smart because it's just like, yo, come down. We're honoring you that night. Great. now fans even more want to go because sick Nick Mondo is going to be in the building. Even if he's just in the building and doing signings and shit like this, fans love to see stuff like that. So it's like a nice selling point to say we're honoring you that night, but in the same token, you're also drawing fans by honoring that guy. So, um, Drake Younger update. I guess uh, Shane was just playing one of the things for me before, but um, this dude, I guess, like more or less called out of work at the WWE to go to one of these town meetings where he's like preaching and shit. He's out there, his hair is slicked hard to the side, like real political like 
And uh, he's just talking that shit. And like, the masks are evil. And there's our kids are at risk of pedophiles because of the masks. And the masks are hiding pedophiles. And the, the dude is... Dude is off his motherfucking rocker. It's crazy. And it's like, you know, on one hand, you think, well, you know, you got kids. Like, why would you be doing this shit? You know, jeopardizing your kid's future. You know, not going to your job like your your high paying fucking dream job. Why are you not doing that? But. To this dude, he's that snapped out that he feels that, no, this is for his kid's future because the pedophiles will come get him with the masks on if he doesn't go and talk and get these masks out of America. He's just something fucking wrong with that guy. Like, majorly fucking wrong with that guy. Speaking of something fucking wrong with Demi Lovato, this stupid bitch... She's got, uh, I guess, some kind of eating disorder or something, right? Or at least that's that's her gimmick. And uh, she attacked this yogurt shop, a uh, frozen yogurt shop, because she saw on the sign that they offer sugar-free yogurt. And snapped the fuck out that it, it triggers her because she has an eating disorder and she doesn't feel comfortable in a place that would label things in that way to trigger her feelings about her eating this bitch if you don't get the fuck out of here it's like you just want to like you just want like the you know the, the, the shit they call that like fragua where it's like they terrible shit where they stuff like liver down a goose's throat before they kill him and then they they serve the whole fucking thing it's a terrible terrible thing i would like for someone to do that with frozen yogurt to this fucking animal um, because, you know, I mean, you gotta be fucking kidding me. If they're offering like a diet version of something, you can't deal multi-million dollar fucking jerk off. You can't fucking deal. And you got to fuck with this business. Like. You you go on a millionaire. You walk the fuck away, a star, a millionaire, all that shit with your little bullshit hurt feelings, your millennial asshole hurt feelings. And then they got to try to survive as a business with a fucking celebrity bashing them for being insensitive to your bullshit. It, it, that's fucking crazy. That's entitlement to the fucking highest power, complete selfish bullshit. And that type of motherfucker is the one that needs to... We need to start canceling those motherfuckers. Like, high-end Karens and shit. Because that's what it is. Super Karens. That the bitch is a super Karen. And uh, she should be stopped. We need a... We need an opposition for super Karen. You know? Because that is... That is just fucking bananas. I don't feel comfortable in a place to get the fuck out. First off... You got enough money to have a fucking assistant go fucking make you fucking frozen yogurt. You know what I mean? You you could be as comfortable as you want sitting there while this motherfucker is churning yogurt or however the fuck you make frozen yogurt. I don't know. Never even thought about doing that. But uh, I don't know if they got to do that in like a churning type of process. 
I, I don't know. But you could have someone doing that shit by hand in your fucking kitchen and be as comfortable as you want in your fucking living room. Don't come at me with this fucking, I'm uncomfortable because they said that, that there's sugar-free and there's regular. <laughs> and that's like a personal attack on you. Bitch, you need to grow the fuck up or get the fuck up out of here. Uh, this is, this, this sensitive bullshit millennial society and the fact that we're even facilitating this shit that, that they're feeding into this and going like i'm so sorry mr lapaga fuck yourself who the fuck do you think you are you know it's just it's bizarre that this type of thing is is commonplace now like people feel comfortable enough to say that dumb shit out loud that's what bothers me it's like people have dumb ass thoughts but now people are so entitled to just tell everybody them dumbass thoughts and then more people with dumbass thoughts come out of the woodwork and be like i agree oh fucking shit you gotta be fucking kidding me uh speaking of jay-z apologizes for big pimping lyrics bruh what the fuck what the fuck is going on do you really think that's the only fucking song you get canceled for. It, like, that's the only fucking thing. Or you go one song at a time, start knocking shit off of your fucking, your playlist. No, that song was insensitive to women. Okay. What the fuck? Bro, you don't have to say a fucking thing about it. You know? I mean, you, you just have to not currently make the same type of song if that's not what you're doing anymore but there ain't no reason to, to start talking shit about your own fucking music as if it was a bad idea to begin with and people are still rocking that shit out shit, shit don't make no sense jay-z's i mean his catalog is deep as hell so i mean if we're talking about one song that that you find like oh that was really insensitive to women like man how long before it's two songs and it's three songs and it's that whole album was a little yeah it was a little aggressive oh and i said all those bad things about nas i just i wasn't in a right state of mind and i shouldn't have said that even though he said such bad things about me and now those mob deep fellas, one of them isn't even here anymore. I shouldn't have fuck oh shit. That was terrible. The fuck out of here. You know. So on that, let me let me take a quick break. Let me play a cat that was thorough to the fucking end. That dude died fucking thorough. That dude died with fucking. With, with the same fucking energy he came in with. He, he came in street, gutter, Brownsville. And when he died, that's how he was. And uh, I'm, of course, talking about the late Sean Price. And I decided that every week I'm just going to play you a, a different Sean Price track. I, I got to keep this guy's not only name alive, but I can't even understand or believe how many people don't even fucking know who Sean Price is or was. How many people don't have this shit in their playlist? Don't have Sean Price albums 
on their fucking phone. They don't have they, they they'll list their top fucking twenty five, and and if you mention Trump Price, they'll go who. You know, I, I've had it with motherfuckers. I, I've had it with motherfuckers and, and, and their bullshit lists and, and, and the way that they rate people and, and oh, this, this, this one's hot and it ain't shipping goods since this and shut the fuck up. So Sean Price, my cat, man, uh, rest in peace. But y'all going to hear some fucking Sean Price every fucking week for, for the uh, distant future as far as I'm concerned. All right. Me. I'm. Let's go. Me. Listen. Stuck in the jam. Why you wanna fuck with me, fam? I'm trying to live a square life. You wanna fuck up my plan? I'm a bus fucker. I throw you under a van. Throw the van in reverse and then I do it again. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, the man with the sketch also. Two turntables detected and touch torso. Me, niggas thinking that the family's sweet. Run up on rock and get beat with hands and feet, nigga. Kimbo slice and a slice of Jim Kelly. Thing go poppin' then into your thin belly. Fuck being humble, I'm better than everybody. Melancholy niggas get hit with a heavy shotty. Uh, dumb fuckers don't know how the rules go. Young pups can't fuck with the cool job. You bark better than you bite. Yeah, I bark when I'm better when I fight. Nicest nigga in the game is friends. If I do a song with him, then the friendship will end. Saw a loser, spitting the raw, ignore rumors. That nigga's frauds like John Claude and Broad Bloomers. East Coast niggas, West Coast niggas. I eat most niggas with the sket close, nigga. I make you mad you living. Fucking with Sean Franks, that's a bad decision. I was once fucked up from the ash, I risen. A lot of fights almost got slashed in prison. I had money on my head, you can ask my image. This rap is a actual fact that's written. I will fuck a nigga up, but if cash is given, I will split a nigga head, call it bad division. I, I dismember your memory holes. Dedicate this to Timothy Stone. Yeah, so that's Sean Price, straight music. That's what that shit is right there. That's, you know, I, the, the bars right there are just, that's the wordplay I'm talking about. That thorough shit, that punch you in your face rap. You know, that's the type of shit I like. Um, so Chondo uh, weighed in on, uh, you know, crowds being unsafe. And he, he said something about how... Um, you know, he he wears a mask everywhere and, you know, you won't find him in any crowd situations like a, a boardwalk or anything. This dude has been wrestling in Tremont's fucking apartment with 100 people all packed together for months, for the whole fucking pandemic. These motherfuckers haven't stopped. This dude was just packing that little punk ass building. Over and over and over and over. And Chando's all over those shows. Why is it that people can like alter things where they go like, well, I've been really, really safe. Except for when we play Twister with random people off the, the fucking internet every Saturday. I mean, we're reigning Twister champions 18 weeks in a row. You, you can't have me stop doing that. But other than that, we're really safe. 
You know, we've beaten 18 different couples in Twister. And, uh, I mean, we got, we got like a four or five month streak going and, uh, you know, I, I'm just not going to stop doing that. But otherwise I'm masked up and I'm, uh, safe in public and I stay away from people who aren't my friends. That's, that's basically what they say. Like I stay away from people who I'm not currently doing business with, or I don't have any kind of friendship or family relationship with. So that narrows it down. Everybody else I'm safe with. <laughs> okay. There you go, bud. Uh, Curtis Wilde says he's better than Kenny Omega. Of course he does. Because he is. He's just clearly... Dude, it doesn't get wilder than Curtis. And, uh, you know, I don't see anything wild about Kenny. You know? Kenny, uh, you know, he might be good, but he ain't wild. That, that's the thing gotta understand that shit's hard for people to grasp they don't understand like sometimes you th you might think you're getting wild and then you see the shit curtis is doing you like you know what i ain't even scratch the surface this dude is wild um, i got fucking 20 fence panels coming tomorrow i'm i'm replacing my fence in my backyard so that's another fucking thing i'm doing this week i uh I just fucking lose track of it. all of the shit that I got ahead of me. I was looking through pictures real quick because I had uh, some shit I just like screenshot shit for topics. Um, I've had it with this, this chicken page, man. Like so many of these fucking pages. I just can't find a lane because uh, like the one the chicken, the, the backyard chicken page is. I mean, it's got a lot of fucking people in it, like 50,000 or some stupid shit like that. And um, I've learned a lot from there because, you know, as a new chicken owner, when I got into this, you know, I never owned chickens before. Now I'm, you know, about two years in, roughly. Um, but, you know, I've learned a lot. And I had to learn it from people who've been doing this shit a long time. So, you know, when you talk to these different farmers and there's this and that, you gain a lot of information from them. So it's a great place to be to learn things that you need to learn to take proper care of your animals. Um, but you also learn to get very disgusted with the people who, you know, they, they live that farm type of life. Which, I mean, if you don't know, I mean, farmers are fucking... They just ice that heart out and they could just pet a cow, look it in the eyes every day, and then just fucking annihilate it when they need to. <laughs> when it's dinner time, like, or, or a chicken just like, oh, oh, Betsy, come here and just hack its head off real quick, like, fucking crazy. Rip every feather out of its body and shit. Like, ah, I, I can't imagine. Like, yeah, I, I eat meat, but there's no way I could get to know the shit before it goes down, you know? But they're just fucking brutal. So roosters are, they protect the flock. You know, that's that's their whole job. I wish I could have a rooster because they're just dope. I mean, a lot of the roosters are, are really beautiful. You could get some awesome looking birds that the females don't really come quite as fancy as as the males in a lot of things, really. You know, you see with the peacocks, they have their you know crazy colored feathers and the big fans that they, you know, court the, the females with. Um, but same with roosters, you know, they're they're big and 
beautiful birds, but they're also very dominant. That's their job. Their entire job is, is to breed with the females and protect the females. That's it. And it's like one rooster. They say like one rooster per like eight hens or six hens or some shit like that. So that one rooster is going to try to protect fucking eight other birds, you know? And that means like a predator comes in, he's throwing himself out front of them and he's going to try to, you know, defend his girls, you know? And if he's got to die in the process, that's the type of dude he is. This is what I'm talking about. This is what a rooster is. So someone posts some, a fucking picture of their kid with a fucking cut near his eye. And he's like, rooster attacked my kid. This is a kid's like a fucking toddler. Rooster attacked my kid. Uh, it's, it's, uh, uh, so I guess we're having rooster stew tonight or whatever. So like, and, and they're not even joking. They're dead serious. They're killing that bird. If it's not already dead when they posted that shit, sometimes they'll post pictures. Here's his fucking dead body because he scratched my kid or, you know, he bit my kid. Whatever. His whole fucking job is to protect his girls from predators. A clumsy ass toddler is, is considered a threat. Absolutely. They have no control over their own fucking, you know, body. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're stumbling around. You got to worry about any animals got to worry about a toddler falling on them. You got to understand that it's our responsibility as parents to take care of our kids the same way that it's their responsibility as a rooster to take care of their girls. So my job is to keep my kid from threatening my animal. You know, that that's just what it is. And to blame the bird when some shit goes down because you just let your kid free range and, and run into your protector bird and now your bird's dead because of it. You're a jerk off. I can't stand these fucking people. Be responsible for your own fucking actions. You know? Um, speaking of Frankie Picard's dog got hit by a fucking car, right? Uh, today, I think. So he's posting all these pictures. Someone sent me earlier. Uh, he's posting all these pictures. You know, uh, never thought that this day would come. My One of my family members was taken out of my life. And this dog meant everything. And a Somebody hit and run this dog because they didn't give a shit about any life. First off, no level of responsibility for your dog running in the fucking street. Like, that's just on them. Because I always say that shit, too. Like, you know, my cats don't go outside. If your cats go outside, you're irresponsible. Period. Fucking period. I've been at, at my shelter now for 20 years. You're an irresponsible cat owner if you're letting them outside. I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't give a fuck what you heard, what your experience is. Fuck all that bullshit. Um, and you're just rolling the dice with their health every single day when you let them out. So when I hear on my cat got hit by a car, it's like, oh, well, did they drive through your living room or were you leaving that as an option for them? You know, because, I mean, if if someone drove into my fucking living room and hit one of my my cats with a car then i mean that's a fucking tragedy but otherwise it's one of the things that happened that you shouldn't be letting your motherfucking cat out for them you know and i don't think they just let the dog out the front door but you know dude's got fucking eight kids so as far as this dude uh putting safety or precaution in any facet of his life while he cosplays and he fucking plays wrestler every weekend and, you know, while he finds time to do all of that silly ass shit, 
I don't know what, what precaution was taken. Obviously not enough. And I know accidents happen and shit can happen, but I'm willing to bet this isn't the first time your dog got out. And all of those other times you dodged a bullet. This time you didn't. And I, and I hate to hear that a dog died. But to be honest with you, I hate to hear that a dog belonged to Frankie Picard with eight fucking kids cosplaying as a grown fucking man. With how the fuck is he feeding any of this shit? I don't know how he's feeding anything. He's damn sure feeding himself. He, this dude, this dude never stops getting bigger. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't know if he's winning fucking eating competitions and that's part of how he feeds his family or what the fucking deal is, but this dude seems to be growing. So. Rest in peace to that dog, but yo, man, take some fucking responsibility. To another one, this uh, this this other lady on the chicken page, she posted uh, I uh, just posted like a picture of her chicken shit with like blood in it or something, and she's like, "What's wrong with my chicken? Don't even recommend a vet because that's not happening or something like that." And then I commented like, "Yo, like." Because a lot of people were hating on her for like coming at it like that, and, and but not everybody, you know. That again, this this farm life mentality shit is like none of it matters. Kill it if it gives you a problem. That's it. it, it, it is it not acting right? Just kill it. Is it uh, a little aggressive this week? Kill it. Is it you know? Is it five years old and not laying eggs anymore? Kill it. You know, like that's just their mentality on shit. It's gross. So, um, I just posted some shit like, you know, I think the reason why you're getting some hate here is, is deserved because you really like led with don't tell me to bring it to a vet, which I mean, that could have been your stance on things. And at least if you just said, you know, you could even put it right in your opening post, like, Hey, you know, uh, I'm struggling financially, whatever. Um, so I need something cost effective to, you know, and even if people said, you know, this vet, whatever, or that vet or whatever, you, you could just scroll past those and just go like, okay, I ain't, you know, that's not what I'm looking for. But the fact that you led with that is, is the reason why some people are getting a little fucking upset. And again, more, more people were just supportive of that, that same type of bullshit mentality. So I just said that. And then I said, uh, I hope things go well for your chicken but i also hope that you stop owning animals because you know because there was a lot of comments in there too like oh i'm not spending a thousand dollars at a vet on a ten dollar chicken or whatever so and then they they uh someone called me rude for you know saying that she shouldn't have animals or whatever and then it, the the actual page deleted my comment for being uh whatever i guess insensitive or some kind of shit but I don't know, man. Like, I spent fucking $800 on my $20 chicken last year. So, yeah, I know not everybody could do that or whatever. But when you sign up for animals, the, the expectation to, to do what you have to do to take care of that animal is there. That's what you have to do. Or you can opt to just not take in animals. You know, but when everything has to cater to you and you're like, you don't understand, I don't have the money. Oh, did someone fucking abandon chickens at your house or did they abandon your cat or your dog in your house and just drive away? Like, is that what happened? Oh, you willingly went out and found a fucking dog or you willingly went out and found this and found that. And now you have a chip on your shoulder for someone saying that, like, hey, maybe you should pay to take care of that. 
oh, I don't have the money. Who the fuck do you think? Really? Because I, I feel like this is all voluntary. Like, well, what the fuck went on? I, I just can't stand motherfuckers. It really bothers me. Um, so this fucking, I, I, I took a picture of this shit because I want to make sure I bring it up. They, they had this Glade spray, which I, I guess somebody at my job decided to get this for the bathrooms and they got it in like both bathrooms and I never hit the fucking button on the spray. All I know is when you walk into the fucking bathroom and someone used it, uh, it's a Glade spray and it's called Elegant Amber and Oud. I don't know what Oud is. It's O-U-D, right? But if you want a spray that replicates if an old man had cloned up and he was heading over to the bingo to try to get some old pussy, stopped at the rest area because his Metamucil crackers were running a little heavy on him, went to go into the bathroom, died on the fucking floor and shed himself, that's what this smells like. So if you ever wanted to replicate that within your own home, you got to get elegant amber and oud scented glade and it'll smell like an a dead man, a dead old man shit himself in your in your bathroom. So that's you know, cuz a lot of times you can't replicate that like without like killing an old man or something and that who wants that type of trouble just for the fragrance. You know? So, Glade, thank you for that. Um, I didn't know Amber had a smell. I thought it was just the shit that trapped mosquitoes in Jurassic Park. Um, and I never heard of Oud. It looks like wood of some sort on, on the, the can. Shavings of wood of some sort. Yeah, I don't know. But that's that's uh, that's what you're getting. You sign up for that package. Um, yeah, it's... uh. Something else. Let me see. I got uh, some other questions, too. Uh, let me go. Uh, Jeff Sand gave me uh, some questions over in my uh, Facebook. I was supposed to record this on Monday, but some shit happened. I said I just fucking been running doing a lot of shit and um it's just tired as fuck by the time i got home on on monday it's like there's no way i have the enthusiasm to do a show and you know pick it up when i can get it uh so here you go jeff's and uh the dj thing we talked about uh sixth graders opening fire in classrooms yeah i, I don't know man i I, I really don't have much to say about the gun shit over and over because it's just there, there's problems out there. You know, we've talked about this before and it there needs to be changes done. But until there is, until there's massive changes, then we're going to still have these over and over and over and over. Um, Nebraska governor giving a meat passport. Where if you get stamped at 41 different restaurants, you get entered into a chance to win a prize, all to promote beef sales in response to Biden. Because people are retarded, that's why. Those people are retarded, and they don't understand, like, flat-out English. So when people say things about this emission or that emission or whatever, they're like, they're taking our guns and meat and stuff. 
like no one's doing any of that. Like you're being weirdos. That's what that is. So I don't know if part of that gift certificate or, or uh, the prize maybe is like, you know, like a heart transplant or, you know, stints or, or some shit. Because, you know, if you just go like trying to power eat, you know, 41 restaurants, 41 different restaurants of a fucking cow. I mean, stupid as shit. Um, am I ever going to get back into obstacle course races? Garrison's starting to research steeplechase and things like that for college instead of just running. Yeah, I am. Um, so I'm feeling really strong on a lot of levels, but I haven't done any kind of running. I haven't done any kind of racing. Um, I feel like I could probably crush obstacles pretty well. I'm not really sure where my win's going to be at. Um, and, you know, time will tell with that. But what I'm hoping to accomplish this year is at least do one, maybe Tough Mudder or something like that. So I, I'm not really up against the clock and I can kind of manage my shit and then just try to crush obstacles and, and do whatever. And, you know, that, that I mean, that's usually about 10, 12 miles and, you know, it, it's got a lot to it. So. I feel like that's one I could really test myself this year just to say I logged one. I don't know that I even have the, the finances to be doing, you know, four races this year because they're expensive to sign up for. Um, but physically, I feel pretty strong. But I'm telling you, like right now, I am hyped. I am fucking hyped because my gym is right around the fucking corner. We are working on that room. I got my red mats. Um I'm going to have a Niner gym. I'm going to have fucking gold walls, red trim, red curtains. I got fucking red foam mats for the floor. And then I'm just going to move all the fucking weights in there. And oh, and uh going to do mirrors on the one wall. I got Niner plaques all in my room that I'm just going to move half of them shits over into the, into the gym. And then I'm just going to go in there and... I'll have my own fucking gym at any given time of the day, morning, fucking night. What I, I could just fucking go behind the door and that's a fucking gym. Like I never even thought that shit would be a, a real thing in my life. And I'm going to custom make this motherfucking gym to just be a bad motherfucker for me, for like for what I need it for, you know, and I've never had that at my disposal. So I expect to either massively injure myself or get in better shape than I've ever fucking seen myself in my entire life. And I'm leaning towards the second one. So, <laughs> but you never know. Cause it's just, you know, I got major, major fucking intensity and I, and I can't wait to just have like that type of space and, and freedom to do what I want to do. So I'm excited as a motherfucker and you'll all see pictures and shit. Cause I'm gonna be so hyped about this thing when it comes together. Um, are my birds happy to have the plastic? Oh, and also, I mean, if, if you have any questions about, you know, things to train for or, or things to do, if you want to get into obstacle course racing, hit me up. I'm not shy about talking about anything I know about. So, you know, any tips and, and, and that type of thing, I could try to help you out. Um, and my birds happy to have the plastic off. Yes. Um, yeah, it's like, so I wrapped the, the pen out there in 
um, like drop cloth plastic and staple it on. Then I, I screw boards over the top of the plastic so the wind can't pop it off. Um, and it keeps it like at least 10 degrees warmer in there, even like freezing temperatures. So I, for most of the winter, I was able to keep active water where like my shit wasn't freezing up. I have a couple rough nights, you know, a handful of them where I'd have to carry buckets out there, you know, and, and, and that type of thing. But I mean, plastic keeps the shit nice. Uh, it keeps my birds safe and everything. And, uh, yeah, I love it. But they love when the fucking plastic comes off because they get so much more sun. And, um, you know, light comes through the plastic, but nothing like full on sunbeams. And they roll around in, in the dirt, giving themselves dust baths. If you've never seen a chicken do that shit, if you see it for the first time, it looks like they're having some kind of seizure or convulsion or some shit. But they're just like they ruffle like the, the loose dirt under their feathers as they like roll around sideways and shit. Um but yeah, they give themselves dust baths and they're just fucking super hyped. And it also increases their egg production. Your next question, are they producing eggs? Uh, just got back to eating farm fresh eggs. Yeah, like they can't keep up with me because um, right now I have nine girls, nine chickens. And um, they, I mean, I, I probably get four or five a day, which isn't bad. You know, um, cause I mean, the most you're going to get is, is an egg a day out of, out of your girls. And that's like more in their younger age. My, most of my girls are still pretty young, but, um, in their younger age that you, you get like an egg a day in, in good condition because they like the warm, they like the, the bright, you know, the more sun they get that type of thing. So you get like an egg a day. So, you know. I mean, obviously nine would be the top number for me, but you know, it varies with, with your flock and you know, what goes on in there. But, uh, yeah, they do it. I use six every morning. So, you know, I'm always buying eggs either, either way. I mean, it, it helps to, um, you know, kind of pad my, my stock a little bit, you know, it just adds a couple eggs every day. So I'm not technically not eating you know, all, all the, uh, store bought eggs all the time, but yeah, let's deal with the eggs. Uh, am I checking out any of these new wrestling shows, uh, biography, dark side, hidden treasures? No. Um, <laughs> well the dark side of the ring thing, you know, with gauge, you know, that I, I know all of the things about that. So I, obviously want to see that for the sake of you know clearly knowing the story and seeing just how they frame it you know obviously the the deathmatch community thinks he's being celebrated for his accomplishments but you know that's because they're stupid um congrats on my job anniversary um i know we appreciate you a lot thank you for your dedication and your help um thank you um it, it's a big thing to me you know, on this past Saturday, I hit 20 years uh, working where I work. Um, you know, to kind of repeat what I said on Facebook, uh, when I, and I'll elaborate a little because we're, you know, well, what are we doing here? Um, so in 95, I want to say, 
I worked there for about six months and I was a part-time floater, 17 year old kid, just kind of filling in wherever I could fill in. And that time I saw a couple things, you know, some, some good, some bad. Um, at the time they still had Sonny, the African elephant there out in the zoo. And is when we had that bad, uh, snowstorm. So I think that was 95. And, um, he hadn't been out in three days because the snow was so deep. They couldn't, they couldn't get him out in it. They couldn't clear it. And they had to get him out to, to get that pen cleaned. And, uh, so I remember we had to go out there and man, the smell of elephant shit is a whole different fucking thing than, um, than I was ever used to. And I haven't really smelled that smell again since I haven't been around elephants like that, but, uh, yeah, it's something else. But, uh, fucking strong too if they've been in inside for a day or two uh so we ended up having to help clean like snow shovels full of shit out of there and then uh also we'll first get him to come outside so we were outside like throwing carrots at this this guy and uh you know trying to get him like irritated enough and enticed enough to come get the the carrots and bring an African elephant out into the snow, which is what we did. And, uh, the bars out in the elephant yard are, are big. So like a human could slip right through the bars, but you know, an elephant can't. So, you know, I remember that, that situation, but so I had only worked there for six months when I turned 18, I, uh, I left had a lot going on and everything else. And, um, I left there and uh, I moved up north for two years up to Port Redding. And, you know, I was a knucklehead for a while and just doing dumb shit. And uh, had had some jobs, had, you know, UPS, ShopRite, landscaping, all of that shit. You know, came back here, uh, worked at a video store. You know, so, like, everywhere I was, though, there was no passion for it. And I, I just... Overall, I was not a good worker as far as I'm concerned. I I wouldn't hire me for, I mean, I, sure, I have, I, I would guess, potential because I'm strong. Like, I can work hard. But if I'm not interested, I'm not interested. And especially in, in the days of, you know, drinking and staying up late and doing whatever the fuck. You know, I'd wake up in the morning and be like, I don't fuck this boss. I, I would think about, like, that dude. Fuck. Fuck that guy. I don't give a fuck. I, I ain't going in today. Shit ain't happening. But um, with the animals is different. And um, so I, 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 the one day I thought about it and said, you know, let, let's go up to the zoo. You know, we got the zoo right in town here. And I was like in between jobs. So I was like, let me let me see if they're hiring. I went in. They hired me right on the spot. Now I know why, because, you know, when you need help, you need help like fucking yesterday. So people are doing double areas and all that shit. If you're short, you're short. And it's like, how fucking soon can we get you in here? And uh, the boss at the time was like, yeah, you like cats? You know, because that's what we got. Yeah, that, that's what's open. So I landed in like the perfect spot. But, you know, like I said, with the, the boss thing, like. I, I just I wake up in the morning now, I think about the cats. And I've had so many fucking times over this 20 years that if I wasn't in the building or times I haven't been in the building, things have gone bad. 
animals have lost their lives and um, a lot of decisions aren't made you know to, to the best of my ability like I I, I changed what adoptable means. The type of cats that were being put to sleep years ago, I mean, these guys just needed a chance. They just need someone to fucking vouch for them and say, like, no, 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 I, I can make this work. I can turn this around. I could I could put this cat in a home. You know, um, in animal shelters, a lot of it comes down to that. If everybody in the room goes, I ain't touching that cat, I ain't touching that cat, or I can't get near that dog, I can't get near that dog. All, all those words have to do is reach the ears of the person who's in charge of making, you know, put to sleepless. And, and the person who's in charge of euthanizing things, that kind of makes their job easier because it's hard. It's hard to have to see right now we're in fantastic shape in our, our facility where, you know, our ACO, Maria, she is she does amazing work and. She's made it so our cat population is very much under control. We have a lot of open cages. Um, we're getting adoptions. Right now, adoptions are kind of slow, but our intake hasn't been crazy either. So we're managing very well. And we haven't had to like put to sleep for space in years. But it wasn't always like that. And um, when you, you have to make those things happen because your intake keeps coming in and you're out of space to put them and you don't have adoptions coming in and, and, and it, you just don't have an answer for the amount of animals that are coming in the door and you've explored every possible option. And now something has to go in order to fit these animals in here. And it's, it's crushing, it's heartbreaking. And depending on the, the facility, depending on the person who's in that position, some don't give a fuck. Some of them get cold to that shit. It becomes really fucking bad. And you can see that in a lot of these, you know, these higher kill shelters, because what other options do they have but to, to turn their fucking emotions off if they're going to have to do this shit on a regular basis? And it's it, it turns good people bad. Like there's there's so much about this business that. I mean, it is just not for everybody. And uh, a lot of what happens is fucking it's, it's not good. Um, it takes some really special people to change that shit. And I, I pride myself in being one of those people. But again, Maria, our animal control officer, she has really cut the population down so drastically that I'm able to work with the cats that I got to work with. I'm able to do what I have to do to, to rehabilitate these cats to put them in homes. And that's, you know, when I first got there, there's a the one guy in charge. He would tap a pen on the cage. He was making a put to sleep list. We're out of cages. He had no choice. He tapped the pen on the cage, and if that cat didn't come running up to that pen, he'd pick that one. That one wasn't that friendly. And I had to step up and pretty much say, Look, I gotta be out of here if this is the way it's gonna go. Like I I gotta be the one to pick because I know these cats better than anybody. And if that's what you're going to base it on, well, then I have to be involved in that decision because this isn't right what's going on. And so things change from that point out. This is, you know, fucking 19 years ago now. I, that, that I had to change that fast. There were a lot of things 
that I changed over the years and I continued to learn from mistakes that were made by myself or others and just promise these cats. I started to promise these cats. I got you like that, that defense, that, that it's going through, like, you don't have to worry about none of that shit, man. Like I will put my fucking self on the line in here for you. You know, so if I'm able to translate that into them believing in me the way I believe in them, I put these cats in homes that wouldn't live another fucking day past a week in a lot of shelters. A lot of fucking shelters would put the animals that I put in homes to fucking death. That's the fucking truth. And I'm sorry, but I don't give a fuck about a lot of what people do. A lot of what people consider, oh, this is this is my this is my passion, this is the, whatever, you know, a lot of it's meaningless to me because this is, this is my passion. This is what it is. You know what I mean? I could identify with passions of any sort because when you take it to the level of nothing else mattering, but this, the, the, when you take it to, you know, it consuming you to the point of knowing like, yo, this is, this is all the, fuck, you know, when I know that this animal's well being is in my hands and this one, you know, I need this to start making kind of this progress. This one doesn't trust. This one hasn't eaten. If I can't get it to eat, it's going to tank. Organ's going to start shutting down on this cat if I don't get it to eat. And, you know, I take all this shit so personally. And this is why I am what I am at this job. Because I take this shit personally. I take this shit as a personal responsibility to make sure that they're in the best hands they could be in. And it's, uh, it's a lot, you know, it's emotionally, I mean, it's, it's an emotional roller coaster for sure. Um, you know, obviously you're not going to be respected by everybody. You know, you see this little shithead, uh, Alex, whatever the fuck on, on the page, cause he would rather cheer for the necro butcher than hear that someone values an animal. God damn, what the fuck's wrong with me? But you know, I, I can't see it any other way. I find such tremendous value in what I've done with my life and what I will do until I fucking die. That when I die and you could say that this, this guy, he dedicated fucking seven days a week to animals. If it wasn't his animals and his animals at work, he was trying to help this animal or that animal. And even on his day off, he'd make sure that things are good. Texting back and forth to people at work, making sure this cat's okay, that cat's okay. You know, this, I'm in this for the fucking long haul. And, uh, it just, it just means a lot to me, you know? So 20 years, it, it's an impressive number. And I like the fact that it opens eyes because then maybe start, people will start listening to the things that I have to say more. Sometimes you figure things out, but you got to log a lot more time before people start taking you seriously. And... I think this this 20 number is going to hold a lot more weight than like a 19 did. As crazy as that sounds, because 19 is still a long fucking time, but um, that 20 number holds some fucking weight. That's that's two decades, two flat decades in, in a place. And, and if you spend 20 years anywhere and you ain't really fucking good at it, you're wasting your time and you're damn sure wasting the people's time you're working for. Because I, I don't understand how people set up shop and, and, you know, they're in anything for as long as they, you know. 
some of these wrestlers that wrestled for 20 fucking years sucked every single day of their fucking career but that's that's their passion the fuck out of here this is why like i don't respect a lot of people's passions because you don't even invest in it. i know what passion is i know what real fucking legitimate drive is but if you can't show that in the thing that you claim to love the most, then I, I ain't really fucking with you, you know? That's just what it is. Because I've taken that shit to the extent that I have. But yeah. Um, yeah. So that's it. Oh, uh, Mortal Kombat was dope. Watch that. Uh, that, was, that was good shit. I like the way that they put that together. I think the next one's coming out 2022. Um, although I... I, I I got hyped on the movie coming out, so I went and I got the, the Mortal Kombat 11 Deluxe, whatever the fuck, uh, Aftermath or whatever it's called. So I started playing that, and I was playing the storyline at the same time that I was playing uh, that we watched the movie. So it was playing like storyline beforehand, and then uh, you know went off that, and I watched the movie. I don't mean like the same day, but like within the same week, weeks. So my brain is kind of fucking merging them together. So I might even watch the movie again just to, just so I can fucking iron that that out as what exactly the movie was because there's a lot of similar shit going on in these things, but then it takes a different turn on the game than it did in the movie, and uh, yeah, so it's it's wild. But yeah, I, I thought that was a good watch, and um, I recommend it. Um, all this movie shit is dope, and like this movie at home shit, I'm all about it. There's really no. Uh, no changing me back to any good. I, I, I didn't like the fucking movies to begin with, so it is what it is there, but yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that's about all I got. Um, I think I covered most of everything. We, we uh, I don't know if I was on this bitch since the draft, but we drafted um, Trey Lance, and hey, man, I wanted Justin Fields initially, but Trey Lance is going to be a beast. I could see it in him. He's out there. He's been working constantly with Brandon Ayuk. Um, man, I'm so hyped for this fucking season. We had so many fucking injuries. Our team was like the team to beat. We were coming back off of that, uh, we were coming back off of that Super Bowl that we shouldn't have fucking lost. We gave that shit away and we had a team primed to really fucking come back and, uh, just start smashing teams and everybody got fucking hurt. I mean, like, everybody from our star rookie, uh, Nick Boza, gone for the season. Jimmy Garoppolo, our quarterback, on and off, in, out, in, out, mostly out for the season. Kittle's hurt for some time. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the injuries go on and on and on. Like, so many fucking injuries. Like, the majority of the roster was injured at one point or another. And, and it's crazy. So we come back with a healthy year and, and the type of draft that we just had. Trey Lance is going to be something. I mean, he with this offense, we have way too many weapons for y'all motherfuckers to feel safe. Cause, and a quarterback that could just take the fuck off if he needs to, too. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be something else, man. But uh, So, yeah, I'll leave it at that. And I'll uh, talk to you motherfuckers next week. Peace.